0: Hey, everyone. It's XR. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Retail Therapy Podcast. Now, before we get started with the show, I actually wanted to give a little bit of a disclaimer. This episode of the Retail Therapy Podcast was actually recorded back in January. Now, if you all remember, I mentioned in our last week's episode that I ended up losing my job, I believe, honestly, about a week, maybe a week and a half after uh, we filmed or we recorded this original episode, excuse me. And if you guys remember from last week, I basically said that I was I wasn't in the right headspace after I lost my job uh, to focus on the pod. I was very, it was very much a time of self reflection, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next in my career. So um, this episode is long overdue. That being said, um, I believe that everything that was said in this episode, listening to it back and uploading it, you know, what you guys are about to enjoy, is still very timely and relevant. Uh, a lot of what we talked about uh, still. Is relevant today. Uh, it's evergreen. It's stuff that you guys will get a kick out of, and I think you will enjoy. That being said, this episode is featuring the Seattle Boys. It's featuring, or what we, what I like to call the Seattle Boys. It's been kind of a meme actually in our group. But um, that, of course, is Paul, Kenneth, uh, Ramon of My Worst Fits, uh, Dylan, and myself. Um, it was five people. It was kind of a shit show, but it was a lot of fun to record. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give a little bit of disclaimer before that. I will say, too, there's a little bit of irony in it and maybe some foreshadowing, uh, to be honest, towards the end of the episode, and you guys will hear it at that point, I actually said how I was really worried about the recession and the job market. And uh, it's really funny listening back to this, you know, four or five months later, how I ended up losing my job right after. Um, so, you know, <laughs> you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh Maybe I was doing a little bit of foreshadowing at that point, but, you know, I will say... I'm very happy now. I work at a great job. You know, I love what I'm doing right now. Um, And I couldn't be happier and more excited to release this episode. One last thing before we get started, I want to apologize to Kenneth Ramon and to Paul and to Dylan for not releasing this episode. Months ago, like I should have, again, I wasn't in the right headspace uh, to release this. I was really focused on getting back into work. Um, And obviously that took a lot longer than I wanted it to. Um, but I'm glad that I'm back and I'm glad that I'm able to release this episode. So apologies to the fans, apologies to the guys who came on the show for taking time out of their night to record this. And, um, you know, I hope that you guys still enjoy what we came up with. All right. That's enough rambling for me. Uh, enough disclaimers and sad stuff for me. This was a really fun episode. It's a really long one. So I hope you all enjoy it. Thanks again, as always, for taking the time to listen to the pod and, uh, enjoy the show. Talk, Talk soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no one started no, we'll recording.
1: Fuck man, I hate that so much. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Retail Therapy <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, XR, joined by our co-host Dylan and three other fucking guests. Yes, you heard that right. There's a total of five of us, plus Craig, um, on this podcast today. Um, our three guests you should be familiar with, they're all people who have been on the podcast before, so um, this might be a little bit of a shit show, but we're just gonna play it by ear. We have a couple things we want to talk about, but um, yeah, enough rambling. Let's get into intros. I'll start passing it around to Dylan, and then we can just go around the room. Dylan, how have you been, man? How are you holding up? I'm I'm a good man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. It's been uh it's been a good year so far.
2: Yeah, it's been good for me too. I've been uh buying stuff when I shouldn't be buying stuff. Yeah, I remember when I
1: don't have. Stuff. The first episode of the year, you said you're not going to buy stuff, and-, <laughs> and here I am. You keep buying. Here pages. I am, going into debt. <laughs> uh Paul, bro. How are you doing? Welcome back to the show.
3: I'm I'm good, man. It's it's been really busy. We've had some uh, friends in town pretty recently, so we were showing them around, and I haven't really had a chance to sit still until today. So it feels good to just be in a chair and talk to you guys.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh next person on the pod, Kenneth. I remember him from our episode. Kenneth, welcome back, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I appreciate it. Well, thanks. For, thanks for having me back, man. You guys are all serious before before we started recording. I we were digging around. <laughs> everyone's voice changed, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> voice, everyone's voice everything that like that. Written. You want
4: to be formal, bro? Like, uh, like you no, know saying
3: I'm trying to match the
2: energy. <laughs> Everyone got so like, hey, what's up, guys? You yeah, having good? <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know what yeah my bad bro i whenever something like official happens i like get into this mode i'll snap out of it bro fuck it, like, it's fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's like,
1: it was kind of that did for me he's like he's like thank you sir i appreciate it <laughs> thank you thank you for having you know, me back oh, i you really like, I appreciate oh, it,
4: it. you're like oh welcome back welcome back yeah what a, how, how am i going to respond oh yeah you know what i'm saying life is good you know what i'm saying but you're know also good there's money like what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god and that brings us uh to our last guest, um, who you haven't heard laughing yet, because maybe he doesn't think we're fucking funny, is the boy Myerwitz Fitz. Man, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show.
5: Hi, I'm. Hello. Oh okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. We're moving on. All right. Well, if that's in any indication how this is gonna go, um, yeah, I guess we'll just figure it out as we go. But so we uh, we are on the pod separately, but obviously, like outside of dylan and i like you three know each other really well like i don't know how the fuck did that relationship start and like how did like how did you all three of you guys meet up because i feel like y'all's personalities are so fucking different um yeah, it's crazy yeah. me, right because i
5: kind of there's kind of one of this right? kind of the person who introduced both of us well i, I knew paul from like mad long ago because um he tried to buy a jacket off my back like in public. I didn't know who he was and he was like yo is that in a capital, public is that a capital to you? jacket. No yeah, he was like, yo, is that a capital jacket? And was, I was like, yeah, he was like, let me buy that. I was like, no. The fuck? I actually ended up I actually ended up selling it to him like months but maybe like I a year it. later. No. You way. got it back? <laughs> no, I didn't get it back. Oh, okay. Okay, so Anyways, look, okay. This jacket
3: is crazy, dude.
5: Yeah, so I ended up selling it to him finally and then he actually Um, had it for like a long time and I was like, oh, can I get it back? I wanted to buy it back, like, after we've known each other for a while. And it got stolen out of the back of his car. Out of his friend's car, or friend Justin's car. Oh, for real? Yeah. Wait, which jacket was it? It's the, I think it's called the Ringo Man. It's like the capital chore coat.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) It wasn't the John
5: Lennon one, right? The brown one
2: with the shearling?
5: No, no, no. It's the one that's like indigo dyed with like a giant pocket on the back. There's like seven bottles. okay. Yeah. Them. Oh wait, are you, uh the
2: John Lennon one? I sold that one. That was mine. I sold it for I, car know. Parts. I I wish I had that. i want that one so fucking bad.
4: Oh, I sold it for car parts. I'm so sorry. For car parts. <laughs> I sold it for car parts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what helped you out? It's women's, right? It's a women's. It's a women's yeah. XL. Uh
4: it's like a size oh. five. So it's like oh uh, yeah, it fits men's. Did you get like good money for it? I got like eight hundred. Okay.
2: Fuck, I would have bought that. Right, I, damn it. I gotta find
5: eight hundred for that.
4: Yeah,
2: I got, Yeah, I
4: paid $130, bro. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't have paid you that much then. No, you would have told me that. I would have said, nah, I'll pay like $300. <laughs> told me, hook up. I
4: was like, no, thank you.
5: <laughs> I
4: paid for my wheels. But um, I think, so I met Ramon, like, I never actually introduced myself, but I saw he was working at Uniglo uh, in Bellevue. And, like, yeah, right he's like high yeah. school or something. Yeah, his, his Instagram came up uh, on my, like, Explore page. And I was like, wait, I recognize this guy. And I hit him up, because um, at the time I was getting into clothes and I didn't really have any friends who I could talk to about it. So I was just like, oh, you know, like, I, I just tried, decided to be, like, extra friendly because um, at the time I was really introverted and I wanted to, like, get better at reaching out. And so that's how like, I became friends with Ramon and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just like, that's like initial. Right. And then over time, like, we just kept hanging out with each other. And then he left and i met paul very very randomly so um at the time i was hanging out with like um Carson and croning right uh meme saint laurent whatever yeah and like a whole bunch of other friends purple funky pants and what's up purple funky pants oh uh, yeah purple funky pants but like so we were we were in uh that drip tea area and we were just like we were talking about the market just randomly and then uh but there's a guy named dolby and he pops up with a full saint laurent fit and Carson's just like hey look i like your uh full saint laurent fit and bro just like pauses and just stares at him and we're like why is he staring so hard he was like you're karsten and he was like yeah i'm karsten and it was like oh yeah you're karsten bro we're running a pop-up do you want to like come see it real quick and we're like yeah sure where is that he's like oh it's at Drifty market and we were like that's crazy we were just talking about it right and you know of course we come up and stuff like that um and that's the first time i met paul Wait, why? I just realized, bro, every time we meet, uh, Paul meet someone, bro, he always tries to buy something off my back. Best man try to buy my 85s off my, off my feet. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, like I was, I was listen, like worried. I was listen. like 85
3: neutrals and he was just when you, like, when you run a business boy, when you run a business. Okay. Was,
4: <laughs> you weren't like that personal. You were just like, you were like, Oh, those are 85 neutrals.
5: And I was like, yeah, he was like, damn, how much? I was like, the wait, fuck? you know, what's you know, what's crazy too. After that, I wasn't friends with Paul after he tried to buy it off my back. And then when we became friends again, like, a year later, he, I started talking to him because he tried to buy my Rick Dunks off no my feet. No way,
3: bro. <laughs> really? Listen. Yes. Hey, bro, Listen,
5: schemish, bro. bro
3: everything, can... everything is for sale, bro. Everything
1: has a price. You understand me? That, that That's... <laughs> no. Bro, that's that's low-key facts. Oh, Ramon, do you, okay, do you have... Bro, that's actually a good part. I want to talk about that, bro. Do y'all have any pieces that are actually, actually priceless? Because... I agree with Paul, bro. Like, everything has a fucking price. Um, Yeah, is there anything in y'all's closets that is, like, literally priceless?
5: Yes. In Uh, terms
1: of, like, yeah, or, like... Okay, in in terms of, like, you wouldn't sell it if somebody came to you and tried to buy it off your back.
2: Yeah, definitely. I have, like, three
1: things.
3: I think I have a few. I think I have a few. Okay. uh, Well, I mean, I guess I can go first. Um, (laughs) Anything priceless to me would be something that was, like, a gift, right? So... Mm. I have this like wool Harris tweed supreme Parker that a couple of my friends had like saved up the money to buy for me like seven years ago that's still just hanging in my closet. Like, do I wear it now? No. But will I ever sell it? Probably not. Um, So something like that, like a gift, you know, right. or something I got from a friend. Like uh, there's this like super beat up and tattered uh, Snoopy t-shirt that i was trying to get from ramon for a really long time and then most recently when he moved away uh he had given that to me and i, I wear it and i'm not gonna sell it so stuff like that you know like stuff from friends
1: right yeah yeah that makes Every, sense. everything else is for sale man everything <laughs> is <a> price, but... <laughs> ramon i want to hear yours bro I, I, f- I have a feeling you have a couple of pieces that you would say are priceless
5: uh i for sure have had pieces that are like most folks are priceless but i I just sold it, to be honest. I don't really care. Like, I think your mindset changes a lot after you start, like, a business. Mm. And things that I thought I would never sell, I would just, like, instantly drop if it, like, means I can make more stuff that I want to. Um, so, like, I had the Capital war jacket. Sold that. Sold my Rick Dunks. Um, I had this Camille, Camille Forkins. I don't know if you know that is. Um, this really rare uh overcoat that uh it's like from 2017 or 2018 that i sold recently um which sucks because I, I think i was like the the only one that like i've ever seen ever um but I had to do it um yeah yeah but other than that it's more pieces that i think nowadays i just wear more um i guess like affordable pieces i don't really care about like crazy grills or anything it's just like stuff that i wear often I appreciate it. Or like stuff that will age nicely. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything in my closet now that's worth like a crazy amount of money. It's like unobtainable.
1: Yeah, no for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um for me, I don't know. I don't think I have anything that's that is priceless to be honest, bro. I mean maybe my Guidis, but even then, like if somebody came to me and they offered me more than what I bought, like sure I'd sell the boots. But no because I wear them like every fucking day. Um but I guess, like, like going back to Paul's one, I guess the only thing I would say is prices. This is, like, my my fiancé got me uh, two rings, and I wear them every day. And those are, I mean, those are prices, right? Because those are gifts. But... Well, you didn't say it on the pod yet. Oh, I'm engaged. The announcement. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You had to drop it. There oh, you so, go. By the way. Well, this some ring.
5: Just some rings, you know. Oh, so, sorry. I
1: got, I got engaged. Um... Uh, when I was in Alaska, Alaska, bro. Yeah, when I was in Alaska, bro. It was, it was, it was fun. But yes, I'm engaged, and my partner, my fiance, she gave me these two rings, um, and I wear them every day. That's fucking priceless. Uh, Kenneth, what's priceless in your closet, bro? And don't give me some bullshit ass answer either. Okay, damn.
4: All right, relax, cause I have one. <laughs> but it's not a bullshit answer, cause you gotta understand. Like, the first one is like my my uh, my North Face puffer. Like that's like a yes is a bullshit <laughs> answer. Dude, I wear it so religiously and I wear it so often. Oh, I can, my I even god! Yeah, but you, get, but you
1: could buy joke, another
4: dude. one, bro. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, why buy mine? Just go buy a new one. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, like, okay. yeah.
4: like, I'm never, it's just never going to leave my closet. And the thing has been in my closet for a real long time. But I think, like, clothing wise, um.
5: Actually, I've been wearing a beach puffer often. Real, not real. That's a real yeah. ass answer. That's a it's real ass answer, I'm fucking Old as fuck on East Coast.
4: But uh, I think my undercover deck jacket, I don't know if it's priceless, but it's, like, the only thing I can think about in my closet right now that I, like, I would be, like, the most resilient to let go, right? That or um, I also have a pair of undercover, undercover derbies because I just feel like it just fits my closet really well right now. And it's just, like,
1: yeah,
4: it's a good mix of, like, when I want to dress up or dress down. And so uh, I don't know if I would say priceless because it's, like, if someone offered me, like, I'll, like, 10 bands, I'll be, like, yeah,
1: whatever. Like, I'll let them go. Right. But it's just those are the most resilient that i'm willing to sell right now why does it seem like Mm -hmm. mine is dylan because dylan like i know collects a lot of clothes like i just had this epiphany that everyone else on this call like we don't wear i don't know dude like I've, i've been wearing like uniqlo most days like it seems like we've all kind of collectively like maybe settled down a bit or is that a bit of a stretch
2: I don't think that's uh, <laughs> no has not. There's no way.
5: Oh, yeah, talk nah. to me,
2: bro.
3: I'm so sorry. I th- I think I well no I okay. Let me explain myself first of all. Let me defend myself a little bit. Okay, I've always taken my personal style as a very uniform thing. It just so happens the uniform I've transitioned to costs a lot of money. Yes. But it is uniform, though. Uh, I, I I used to just wear, like, these black Levi's with, like, black whatever up top, right? Now I just wear Viz Vim because I told myself when I, like, approach my 30s, I want to, like, grown man my style a little bit. And that's kind of what I feel Viz Vim is. It's, like, the final end goal of, like... How I grew up, style wise, like, oh, you wear the undercovers, and you're fucking 18s to twenties, and you know, you you graduate yeah. like a little bit to like, yeah, and and then you get to Vizvim eventually, and like, red it's wings, like it's still like, like wear red wings and shit. Exactly, bro. Exactly, it's like that grown man shit. So, um, <laughs> I can't stop buying visvim It's a sickness. I somebody stop me. Somebody <laughs>
2: take what away you my spent money. In the last month, in the month of January, how much have you spent? Would you disclose that? Oh shit. Uh,
3: Well, it's pretty easy to look up like what these things cost anyway. So I could just tell you what I've bought. I, I bought the new Visum 101 mud dyed like the 101 XX from 2023. It's their newest denim jacket and it- it's mud dyed. So it's not it's not the cheaper version of that mm. denim jacket. Uh, I got a pink iris liner. If anybody here knows what that is, uh, it's, it's like one of the, if not the most coveted of the Irish liners. Cause like John Mayer wore it. Um, Nam June from BTS wore it. I wear it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought a uh, pair of Visvum decoy Alu folks, which are like also one of the most coveted boots that Visvum makes. because it like this, this is like older duck boot. And, um, uh, I, I don't know a lot of people with that boot. Um, Bought some Henderscheme MIP-10s. Hender
2: Henderschemes, yeah, that's a lot.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to like, individual, individually look up, like, the price of all those, it wouldn't be too hard, but it's it's not, like, a reasonable amount of money, but I have, like, eliminated a lot of clothes to buy into this style that I think I'm settling on for the rest of my life, or at least for the foreseeable future, so,
5: you know. I guess a year, honestly. Bro, please. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah
1: um ramon what are you wearing these days like daily uh
5: i think i like exclusively buy evan kenori really And camille forkins it's like all i wear i think i'm just like really drawn to the build quality and like how well everything's made and like how thought out each fabric is um i think it's also one of those brands that like if you make clothes you understand like Why these pieces are so crazy and like how they're made and just like the links that these people go to to like source unique fabrics like it's not easy or like if they mill their own fabrics or it's like hand milled or whatever it's all pretty sick but yeah I think I've been having like a higher appreciation for that sort of stuff for like the past like two years or two
1: yeah that's
5: also why I don't post that much it's because like I wear like the same thing every day in like different colors it's not that interesting. Yeah. But like I feel the best in that stuff, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you wear your own shit or no?
5: Yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. I mean I kinda have to like wear a test and So I think like my style at the moment is kind of in between like Scandinavian minimalism and like vintage E stuff. So it's like it's pretty much just Japanese Americana. But a little bit more refined, less smelly looking. Again. <laughs> smelly <laughs> looking.
3: Thanks, man. Jeez. That's That's Thank smelly bro, Kenneth, Bro,
1: bro, Ken, In some of your fit pics, bro, those jeans look a little smelly. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but like, you gotta understand. Like, yo, I love, like, I've had this conversation on Paul. I'll be like,
4: it'll be like 2 a.m. We're like sending each other like clothes. I'm like, oh, wait, this is hard. This is hard. And I'll send him some jeans, and he's like. He's like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like, the last five pair of jeans you sent me are all, like, disgusting. And, like, I like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm a personal fan of, like, the most disgusting pair of jeans ever. Because it fits my style the best, right? Like, knee blowouts, oil, dirt, yellow, fucking. Like, I'm talking, like, you could give these away for free type of denim, bro. Like, I don't
2: like,
4: That's what I'm saying, bro. Don't, <laughs> like, to me, like, that's the hardest,
2: you know? Yeah, when they got skid marks on the back, that's the hardest one. Uh, that's my favorite
4: yeah. like Paul gave me a pair of like visum jeans right and then I just wear them when I work on cars and they're just disgusting
2: now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Jesus
4: Christ. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ
4: But I just think that they like fits my style right because it's just like I like to wear a lot I'm still I'm like in that phase of like it's probably like the longest I've been in um yeah. Second to like when I did Americana, but like I've really stuck with this like grunge thing because it's like I feel like I look cool. It uh, it goes, I feel like it goes well with like how I look and like you know, what I'm saying yeah. like how I carry myself kind of. And so it's just like my colors is just black, right? Like things that fit well more. And I kind of like this is like kind of corny because I've heard this before, but like you know, when you wear like primarily one color, you could more focus more so on like proportions but and like fits and facts. like that's
2: element. not corny at all, no. No,
4: but people who say it are like those fashion elitists, you know, all oh, proportions, all you know, fits, cuts, right? This is where I wear like Issey Miyake or Yohji Yamamoto, bro. Like, like you know, one color, but like the shape, you know. And I'm just I'm like, oh, y'all just like weird, bro. <laughs> but it's just like, it's kind of true. It's kind of true, you know. So it's yeah, just, yeah, like, I see that. I can get that. Can get
2: that's why, like,
4: out. I have like g-, g uh black jeans that like fit completely different, right? They're, like, yeah, get the black jeans, but some uh bootcut, cut flare straight. Wide, you know, things like that, right? Like more, more so, focus on like how it fits in my body
1: versus like worried about the color, you know. Did I wear nothing but black at this point in my in my wardrobe? I have nothing else, and I don't know if I should be like worried about that. Like, maybe I need to diversify it a little bit more. or It's it's just the way it goes. Like, working for you, bro. You got married, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're like you're set now. You married you in New York, bro.
4: Like, I don't like. There's no question, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got it on you, bro. You got the game plan. (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) you're succeeding yeah
1: I don't know dude like sometimes I'll I'll leave the apartment and I'll be wearing like Uniqlo trousers a Uniqlo shirt and like you know boots whatever and I realize like 90% of my fit is Uniqlo and honestly like it shouldn't fucking scare me bro but in some ways it does because I'm thinking like wait a minute am I just not paying attention enough to like fashion anymore like am I getting it freaks me out bro because like I don't know. I I can relate to that a little bit. Like, do you guys not fucking relate to that? Because, like, I feel like as I've as my wardrobe, who are you dressing for? Go go ahead, Ramon. Who are you dressing for? Yeah, that's that's facts. I was dressing for um, just taking pictures and posting them on Instagram. Men, dude, we.
3: we (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, man. Anytime somebody in our circle cares about fashion, even a little bit, we're dressing for men, bro. Kenneth. Has the biggest army of men <laughs> and he's DMs, bro.
1: And real, bro. No, real. that's, that's, hey, that's true. They're all like real. incels, too, Kenneth. Man, your community's wild, bro. Hey,
4: oh, <laughs> bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah, one yeah, of they, them, I'm
1: gonna smell your butt, bro.
4: No, bro. One of them, uh, uh like, we, me and, me and Paul, we, we went out to eat today, right? And one of the ones who messes me all the time, like, I was talking to him, and like, he just clashes. Relax, relax. One of them, like, Can I just let in. He was like, Oh, like I'll hit you up back in an hour. Uh, I just gotta do my chemo real quick. And I was like, oh, Uh-huh. chemo, no. huh? Oh chemo. Oh, okay. You he was like, I was like, chemo, and he was like, Yeah, I, like I've been doing it for the past four
3: years. And I was like, Oh my god. Um,
4: like I was just like, What the fuck?
3: Listen, man, the they're kind not of all fans all you have, guys. bro, they're so they're real with incels. you. They're not all incels, bro. Some of them
4: are survivors, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yes, a lot uh, of them are incels, though. I can't even deny that, bro. Bro, honestly, if I had your D, like if I had your DMs, I would have gone off Instagram a long time ago. I'm just gonna say that,
4: dude. It's so funny though. That's it's it's just like a little entertainment, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, but back um, back to what you said, like who was I dressing for, bro? You're right. Like now it's it's like I don't give a fuck because I wear the same shit every day, and that's pretty insightful, especially to like the younger guys listening to the podcast. Like who the fuck are you dressing for, right? Because half the time. It's it's not for yourself and it's not for, you know, it's not for yeah, it's it's for fucking other dudes. I don't know. Like a girl's uh, not gonna know what a fucking Irish jacket is. Like,
4: what's oh, that's you what you got, no, Listen, yeah, listen, yeah,
3: exactly, bro. And that's another reason why I like Viz vim so much and why I'm growing so like fond of it is because if you saw me walking down the street, you would probably think I'm either like retired military or just i don't know wearing all gap or yeah, something right. and like that's cool that's cool i'm not dressing for anybody except myself anymore and it's it, it, this one looks not that special you know right. what i'm saying like it's special to me because i know how it's made and i appreciate shit like that now but yeah i don't know i think i think all of us are kind of dressing for ourselves except kenneth kenneth still dressed for me but you know <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um no, I mean, those are all good points. I, I I think it's, like, you're right. Like, as I don't know if it's, like, an age thing or, like, as you just mature with buying more clothes. Like, Ramon, even, like, if you look at your Instagram from... And I don't know if you've archived, like, all, a lot of your old posts, but, like, when I first started following your fits until now, I don't know. Like, I guess at the beginning, it did seem like you are following a little bit more, like, trend-based outfits, but now you've really kind of, like, set yourself to something that's unique and like, I don't know, I, I guess I would throw that question back to you. Like back when you first started throwing uh fit pics on Instagram, who were you dressing for?
5: Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I was like super young when I first started Instagram. <laughs> so I think like, I think it was, you kind of get big headed, you know, like when there's a lot of people like message you about like clothes and stuff right. and it's pretty, like interesting and so you kind of feel like you need to you know like post more about like these trends and stuff so like I don't know you, you grow your page or whatever. I think I just over the years kind of like stopped caring about it like I think I mean I don't really like social media that much The I think the thing I think the only reason why I kind of still use it is because like I meet pretty interesting people and like get to talk to cool people that are like into similar things but or, like, I can, you know, start a business, like, that I'm doing now through that, which I think is really cool. And I don't really, uh, I don't really hate on people who, like, still kind of try to grow their brand or, like, page in that way. But it's just, like, not for me. I I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. We've been, like, a lot of us have probably been, like, super growth-minded. um But, like, I don't know. Paul, like, as someone who also runs a business... How do you approach that on your personal shit? Because, like, you want your personal brand to be there too, right? Because it helps the business.
3: Uh, I mean, I've had pretty conflicting feelings about this mentality lately just because when we – um, I might have talked about this briefly during the first pod we were on together, but when Drip Tea first started, I had basically quit Instagram at that point. I wasn't really, like, posting fit pics or, like – Responding to my DMs anymore. I wasn't doing any of that. And then uh, Justin actually encouraged me to kind of hop back on Instagram because he was like, hey, like Part of the reason that this cafe is going to be unique in the first place is because you and I own it. And like we both used to be somebody like we could still be somebody. We need to be somebody for the business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, You know, you know what? Sure. And so like I kind of got back into the motion of uh, posting regularly at that time, you know, two years ago or whatever. And then uh, Last year, you know, after like a full year of just the brand being established and the business being hot. I got tired of it, man. like if you backtrack on my Instagram, you know from whatever it is twenty twenty one late to like all of twenty twenty two I used to post like once a month, if that even sometimes take two months in between three months in between, and now I kinda just only post when I have something to post, and I like it like that i I'm still gonna use instagram i mean my friends are on there some of which like you guys we haven't even met in real life and i'd like to do that and we met through right. instagram so like ramon i'm grateful for all that but i'm i'm not really growing my personal brand anymore um i recently started at youtube not entirely to separate myself from drip tea, but like the people that i talk to regularly on instagram they wanted to see like that separate side of me the side that they know from from Instagram from just being my friend. And like, in that regard, I'm pretty conflicted. Because to be real, man, like, uh, the me on drip tea and like the me here, even on this podcast, they're like completely separate people. yo. like, I talk different, I act different, I think differently, like, one's business, and then this is me. So like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I don't know how to answer that. But I, I, I think the separation is growing stronger, at least between my business and myself currently. So I mean, we'll see where that pans out, man. Maybe, maybe my personal Instagram will go somewhere. And my personal YouTube will go somewhere. But
2: yeah, you know, I don't, don't know. You'll, you'll blow up on YouTube. You're gonna blow up. I guarantee
3: um, you. No, no, thank you, man. I don't you know about that. Cla- when you post that closet <laughs> tour, <laughs> it's
2: gonna get a 10k minimum. I guarantee you. It's-
3: Guys, Dylan wants to see the closet. I, Durst, I do. Bro. I want to see
2: what's going on.
3: <laughs> I want to know. It's too much, bro. Kenneth and Ramon could vouch, dude. You walk in that room, and it's just a fucking mess, bro. It's it's a it's oh, a like, wow. it
5: smells horrible.
1: It's, it's <laughs> no <laughs> this gatekeeping.
2: Horrible. It's the year 2023. Uh, wait, did you... it's just Yahoo Japan in a room.
1: Did dude. you say?
5: Did you say it smells horrible? I was like YJP. Oh, my God. If you, if you buy YJP, you know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> what the fuck?
3: Yeah, when you crack open that fresh box from Yahoo Japan auctions, bro, you know that smell, bro. That's that entire room, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even go in there, dude. Everything I wear is on a clothing rack to the left of me right now next to my computer desk, bro. That room is forbidden, man. Dylan, you're more than welcome to fly over here and just, fucking grab handfuls, bro. I don't even What? Care. Okay, I'm so. down.
2: Oh my god! Oh, I'll have to wear a gas mask. I would suggest you wear like a hazmat suit, but you know.
1: Jesus Christ, that's funny. It can, they can't they can't it can't smell you know as bad as Canada's jeans. Uh, but Canada, Canada's Yeah, Canada's Canada's jeans, jeans, bro. Hey,
4: bro, look, bro, I'm all fucking clean. Them shits, like I'm better. I do a better job than Paul. <laughs> let's be honest.
1: Bro, I'll just <laughs> I'll hey, just dude, get a, so,
4: I'll get a hey, haul from
3: Japan. I'll wear something. Oh, I used to. I used to just get hauls from Japan, wear something a couple times, just hang it up in my closet and forget I bought it. Yeah. You wash oh, it first?
4: These dirty ass jeans, but I always clean them,
1: bro. No, no I, don't I don't wash too. my shit I first. No, bro. Yeah, I, don't, I don't wash. I don't wash the jeans
2: when I fucking get them. Oh, y'all's different. Okay, okay. I see. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, uh, do you
3: think my? Why do you think my closet smells like then?
2: <laughs> I gotta wash my shit first. I don't trust no, anybody. I wash too.
3: Y'all are sick. I oh,
4: wear
2: hygienic.
0: Laws?
3: Really? Wait. Okay, but okay. So you.
4: It's like that's like saying like, damn, you wash your hands really? Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah bro, dude, it's not like I bought this from some bum off the street, man. It's coming from Japan that, <laughs> it, It's coming from Japan, baby. Them the motherfuckers is clean, bro. They don't what even have trash weird, on the street, yeah. dude. Bro, they don't even have trash on the streets, man. It's it's illegal to throw trash on the street there, but you know, clean that country is it's It is so clean, now. dude.
2: It is so clean there. I get. I yeah, watch them, those bro. walk around videos all the time. I was, I was Yahoo Japan
3: is a trust system. And I trust those people over there, Trust right? system.
2: No, I hey, I agree with
3: you. I okay, agree but, to there.
1: But but do you guys peri- okay, I don't periodically wash my jeans even then, bro. Like I don't I don't wash my jeans. Is that fucked? Like should I be doing
2: that? Are you not supposed it, to? No, 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 no. No, you should. No. No, dude. I
3: haven't washed a single pair of my jeans in like a year, bro. What are you talking about? It depends.
4: Like if it's like really bad, you should wash it, but if anything you should hand wash it, right? But you're supposed to like let it like you know, say marinate and like the musk, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta mm-hmm.
3: stay with different word. <laughs> so i Like about- I
4: think uh, you literally have to. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the point of them. But like if they're like they smell horrible, they're disgusting. Like yes, bro, go fucking wash them. You
3: know. I, you know what, man? If I like walk into a room and people are staring at me and they're like seeing me with their nose, yeah, I'll wash the jeans. But. I haven't found a reason to wash any of my
1: jeans in a really long oh, I time. a little
3: scratch a sniff test, you know what
4: I'm saying, Exactly. But... exactly does the freezer
1: exactly. trick actually work? Or is that a myth? No, it I doesn't don't, do anything. Are you a cap?
3: No. What it does man. is it, it freezes the bacteria, so they stop moving and smelling for like an hour. But as soon as it touches your body warmth, dude, throughout the day, bro, you're just going to re- release them demons again, man. It doesn't do shit.
1: You're
5: losing freezer space. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: That,
1: Sticking that up your freezer. Yeah, that's the real issue here. What uh, Ramon? Do you wash your
5: jeans at all? Um, I've I haven't been wearing too much jeans lately, but I wash like the pants that I wear, but all hand wash. Um, the only things I like machine wash are like t shirts and like only the like Uniqlo and stuff like that. The other ones I wash as well. Yeah. Or steam. I steam all my it's clothes. Steam,
1: bro. I need to get on. I need to get on the it, steamer hype, bro. I don't have a steamer. Yeah
4: it's the best would work though because that would kill the bacteria which would kill the smell that would work
5: yeah i mean i steam like uh button-up shirts like i don't a lot of those button-up shirts i have are like hand woven so it's like i don't want to i don't even want to hand wash them because it's like like low-key bad for it so i I just steam it like often it's easier too
1: it's quick yeah i need to get a steamer um i need to get a steamer dude living in new york means that like i don't know like it's Living in New York just means that everything sucks, including washing clothes. Um, yeah, do you even have no, in-unit no, no, laundry? No, we have dry. one in a uh, uh, basement.
5: Uh, I'm dude, so sorry, I, Dude,
1: bro. honestly, that since I've I've been to New York, that is the biggest thing that I tell people is the biggest amenity, quote unquote amenity that you don't realize is so precious when you don't have it in your fucking apartment is in-unit laundry.
3: Dude, that is such a non negotiable for me. We do have apartments in Seattle that don't have in unit yeah. laundry,
1: but I could never, I will yeah. never, bro. Yeah, it's, 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 cr- does everyone here have in unit? I'm assuming so, right? Yeah. I, I live in I a house,
5: house, bro. Yeah, I live in a house. Good. I live on the East Coast, too, bro. I'm, oh, so you. Do you go to laundry okay. too? No, I, I have it in my building, just not in my,
1: yeah, unit. bro. Sometimes I'll like go down and wash clothes and I see somebody's grimy-ass clothes sitting in the dryer or in the washer, and I'm like, I'm just going to put, like, my clothes in the same fucking thing. I don't know. It's probably not weird. No way,
3: bro. Damn, imagine coming home with somebody else's underwear. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Dude.
5: <laughs> Free Calvins? I'll take it. Wait, that's crazy. I've never, never even, that never crossed my mind. Well, it, I... Is it like, Is it like you don't want to get more quarters, or...?
1: wait no i okay i guess i just miss. it i guess i just i maybe i misexplained what i fucking said what what i
3: yeah bro, you made it sound like you've seen a full load of somebody else's and then you, you put load. it in there
1: what i'm saying is that like i hate how like when you have your own washer and dryer you know your your clothes are the only things in there bro like not someone else's fucking skid marks on their and you don't
5: want no musk. You oh, don't want to do it. I thought bro, when you said
2: it, it sounded like you're washing someone else's clothes and like, you throw your shit no, in there with no, theirs. No. You, all right, listen, like, you oh, got shit. What?
4: booty juice, bro, from someone else, booty. Juice. Yeah, still gonna,
3: You're still going to catch strays, bro. They're not going to pick up all their old as no. dusty ass socks or all their underwear. they gonna, they going to miss something and you're going to take it home with you in your basket, bro, I promise.
2: Extra pubes. Yeah,
3: yeah
1: too. Yeah, what do you mean, extra pubes, bitch? Well, who says that?
3: <laughs> like, dude, he's right. You gonna catch straight. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable. Exactly. Sh- you are sharing oh, no, no, your washer and dryer with an oh, entire I apartment building, bro.
4: I-, I wanted to mention this before, uh, when we were talking about like, uh, not spending as much money on, on clothes. I I feel like as you get older, like your priorities change because like when you're younger, oh, you're just I'm like, oh, I'm
5: crazy, bro. Okay. Huh? Sorry.
4: I mean, yeah. Well, because we started talking about like <laughs> oh, he has clothes and jeans and musty and, and shit like that, bro. Whose fault is that? But uh my fault. Like bro. we're talking about like fashion. Like it's um, it's just like as you get older, like the, the, your priorities change, right? Like oh, I gotta pay rent, or I gotta pay some other shit, right? And unless you have like a limited amount of money, right, you can't just prioritize clothes anymore. Like for me, like I got a different hobby, or I got other things I wanted to pay for, and so it's just, like I can't dump my entire clothes, I can't dump my entire paycheck on clothes like I used to anymore, you
1: know? I feel you, bro.
4: And I feel like, unless you're like, unless you built like Paul, you know what I'm saying? That's Mr. Moneybags over insane. here. That's relax, the business relax, relax,
3: relax, relax, <laughs> relax.
4: That's Mr. Business owner over here, you know? Relax, relax, <laughs> Um, It's kind of tough, right? Because it's just like, well, I want to buy stuff for this hobby. Or I want to buy stuff that I need, right? It's like, I can't just spend $1,000 on a jacket anymore,
2: you know? That's kind of why Instagram's toxic, too, is because everybody's posting their shit on there. And like, you can't keep up. It's kind of like a rat race, almost. You know what Uh, I mean?
4: You just feel like if I'm not buying the biggest, most expensive shit. That's yeah, exactly. like I'm, I'm. I feel left out. You know?
2: Yeah, it's kind of why I stopped posting actually, because I felt like I just couldn't keep up with everybody else. I
3: still get yeah. Life ain't fair, bro. Hey man, it ain't no contest, bro. I know it's. I know. (laughs) I and I learned that like
2: in 2021, but like when I really stopped in like late 2021, I was kind of like, man, I'm just done with this shit. Like I don't want to be like a part of it. This like I can't keep up. I want to grow my page, but I feel like I can't, you know, can't post okay. reels. I don't leave uh, the house ever. Uh, all right, Mister Three Thousand Dollar Donkey Kong T-shirt. Okay. No, what?
3: <laughs> God damn, bro. We call
4: him.
1: No, out. wait, wait hold on. I'm Going to buy anything this year? And I already spent like a couple grand on fucking Pokemon shirts,
2: bro. Because people come to me and they're like, "Yo, you want to? You want this?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course. Like, I it's need to get that. I have to get that. <laughs>
4: yeah, 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 yeah. I need that. I need that." Like.
2: Hey, what? Hell, well, listen. It's like a, it's like a separate savings account. It's like a high yield savings account. It's oh, growing God. every oh, month. Growing. I'm taking offers on stuff. Oh. You know. know. Oh, I. Dude, I knew, I knew like this
4: buying this clothes shit was like low key of an addiction. Cause I went like two, three weeks without buying clothes, and I literally told myself in my head, "Hey, I'm proud of myself." And I went, "Wait, <laughs> hold up, wait, that's not right. Like I shouldn't be thinking about no, that." No,
2: hey, bro. no, it is an addiction. It
4: is. Dude, oh, dude, I used to buy clothes like once a week, once every other week, bro, and like. When I was trying to build up my Instagram page, uh, when I cared, I was like buying stuff, wear it like once or twice, and then I'll just like never wear it again, and I would sell it, and it was just a constant cycle because I was like, well, I wore it in this fit already, Um, I don't want to wear it again in another post, right? Because then I'm just reusing clothes, and then after a while, you're just like, you know, you get in kind of just like vicious cycle of like buying, you know, catching, releasing, right?
0: And then once I stopped doing
4: that, what do, do you know? The reaction was weird though. Once I stopped doing that and I started wearing like the same pants and like every fit because you know they're like my favorite pants like when my cargos. someone was like do you only have one pair of pants like do you not wear anything else i'm like what the fuck like i own these like of course i'm a fucking wear them you know
2: what somebody commented that
4: yeah post? no someone like dm me and they were like why do you only wear like the same pants in all these fits and i was like because i like these pants like the hell like i feel like a lot of people on instagram are like chronically online like they don't understand that like it's normal to wear clothes multiple times they know? see these
2: like 80,000, 100,000 follower accounts with like 80 different pairs of Chrome Hearts jeans. Yeah, in like exactly. Right? And,
4: like, you just like every, like, these fashion influences, they have like every day, you would never see them like re- reuse an item twice, right? And I just feel like it's
1: just shit just gets, gets like so toxic, you know? And right, yeah. expensive, bro. Right? I still get.
2: I was going to no, say, way. I
1: still get FOMO, like, still, though. Like, I'll be on Instagram and I'll look at something and I'll be like, man, I really like. I don't know, I'll see something and then I get like a little obsessive over it still to this day, and I don't really post that much anymore. Um But it is still dangerous, bro. Even if you even if you're not paying attention to it, I still get FOMO a lot. Um Well, you know, I
3: think I mean you really want those like Guidi 792s, yes. right? Is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah, okay, for sure. And like there are gonna be those like one or two pieces where like, damn, I really need that. But then like I think what was scary about the mentality that i was in a couple of years ago and that like i've strayed away from is like if you do somehow get that grail that you're eyeing that Guidi 792 or whatever there's always something next you know what i mean oh yeah and, and and it's like that endless chase for the fish that you keep catching and it's just like it's another fish next to Never you ever. and it's like
4: oh wait hold on. I, I want i want to add on to that too like yeah, go ahead like yo like there's some there used to be clothes like where you, like, you're, like, I want it, and you're, like, that's my grail, and, um, so I used to have this cav um bomber, right, and it was based mm-hmm. off the Ismiyaki bomber, which is, like, of course, I could never afford, um, and so this was, like, the next best thing, and I remember searching for a year straight, saving money, right, always having just enough to buy it, right, and, like, like, once you get, like, your favorite item, and you have it, after, like, a week, like, mo- like around a month, you kind of just, like, now what right you kind of you, you get left as like this empty feeling of like oh i searched so hard for this it's like well now what right and now you're looking to spend even more money on something else right and you know you don't get that same joy or enjoyment out of this item that like you were so
3: fond of like for so long you know yeah it's an extremely vicious like cycle to break out of but i think from a personal perspective when i was into like the grungy japanese like Harajuku kind of style. Um, I couldn't stop that mentality. You know, I I I would get like a pair sixty eights, and I'd be like, oh, here's another pair of sixty eights, and then, you know, I'd get like the deck jack, and I'd be like, oh, what's next? Like, there's always something right. more in that field, in that in that like archive field. There's always a way to level up. And for what I'm doing right now, specifically, I guess, just the visvim, there really isn't a way to level up with where I'm going, and I really appreciate that. I know Ramon thinks I'm only going to dress like this for like another year at <laughs> most, but to be honest, to be honest though, I've never been happier with my uniform. I'm comparing because... pray, against the two, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm going Ramon on that one. Okay, listen. See, you guys, you guys just miss how I used to dress. I don't though, because this is like... <laughs> bro, I want that deck jacket, bro. I've been trying to get that shit oh. off you, bro. You're stingy, bro. Well, first of all, that was a gift from Ramon. It so. was not a gift, that was a transaction, <laughs> but it's from him. It's from him, the transaction, and, and that's what matters. Is like that's what I hold precious. I, I just well, I, to try buy it. It first. I try to buy it first. You just missed the money bags, bro.
4: Oh, that's just, why you're
2: salty. That's why you're salty. Listen, man.
3: listen bro, you should have just got your money up and not Damn. your money up. It's mine now. I'm yeah. so sorry, bro. But
2: our you know part's what? gonna kill you,
3: yeah. <laughs> number one, anyways, man. Um, I'm very, very happy with what I got right now and I don't see myself transitioning anywhere else because it's at the end of the day a blue denim jacket a green military jacket a pink military jacket a green parka so yeah, on yeah. and so on and so on like there's not yeah you know what I mean it's, it's it's there's nowhere up or down it's just boring clothes objectively speaking and it makes me very happy and I think even though you're all uniqlo down that makes you very happy at the end of the day right like it, it it doesn't matter man i think everyone's end goal should be just being happy with their closet and not and breaking out of that like uh that vicious like fishing mentality
1: yeah. uh Ram- that is hard, hard though in fashion yeah it is hard it is hard um yeah no it, it's extremely difficult um ramon do you how did you get out of that vicious cycle like that that, that fishing analogy that Paul gave, if you will.
5: I think I buy stuff only to like I guess like expand what I know about clothes because I think now that I make clothes a lot or like sew or you know manufacture clothes or yeah you know, whatever. Um I think I'm more interested in like how they're made or I don't know, you can't really get a feel for something unless you have it in hand. So I think nowadays i don't really i don't really have like crazy grails or stuff it's more of like i'm interested in how that's made or like how that feels or like Mm -hmm. the hand feel that so i'll buy it um doesn't necessarily mean like i want to wear it i just kind of curious about it um and it's the same it kind of goes hand in hand to like my interests now it's more of like making stuff or um like i got into furniture making recently and just like more design stuff um just through, like, some friends of mine. So, like, I think I just buy things to learn from them more now. Or, like, I find myself buying a lot more things, like books or, like, magazines and stuff that I can, like, figure out. So I spend probably the same amount of money. It's just, like, on not (laughs) close. to be honest. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and and I want to get into (laughs) shit that we collect, but one comment I want to make is, Dylan, i i mean i would ask you this question bro but you just haven't stopped buying shit so yeah.
2: <laughs> wait what's a, what's like the question?
1: What do how mean? like how did, like, how did you get out asking. of that fucking cycle of buying shit but you're not out of that cycle bro
2: i well no no i make a list <laughs> like, i have a damn list and like i don't update it i literally don't update it okay.
3: So, when something on that list pops up, you know that's your time to spend?
2: Yeah. And then I buy it. And then I like, I'm like, I don't
3: need doubles of it. I don't need triples of it. Well, then I guess you're not in that cycle anymore either. And like, I think we have our answer, guys. The answer is it doesn't matter how you do it. But as long as you see fashion objectively different than like that fishing mentality, then you won. Like, I don't see fashion as like, a contest or like a reason to impress other guys or anybody on instagram anymore i just see fashion as like a uniform and i'm trying to build that core wardrobe that's the only reason i buy clothes now is to build uniform ramon only buys clothes to reference and like increase his fabric rolodex or just like you know see how things are constructed and that's Mm. like a different mentality than the norm too right dylan has a checklist and his excuse to spend is only if something ticks those boxes right so th- there are ways to escape it. You just have to find a creative way to think about clothes as anything other than a contest. Cause the major the majority mentality is it's like, Oh, I need to do better than myself last week. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's a fair point. But at the same time, I think as you kind of said into your uniform, if you were somebody who really liked fashion, like all of us on this call, then I think naturally that translates to you wanting to get into other stuff. And I'd be really interested in hearing like what shit outside of, and I'm sure the viewers would be too, like what stuff outside of clothes are we consuming? Whether it be fucking media, um, like just whatever, like what are we buying? Ramon, I think you and I touched about this when I interviewed you. I guess we can, we can start with you. Like, man, what are you collecting right now? That isn't clothes.
5: Um, still going strong on CDs. Uh, shout out Paul. He just got me like this crazy gift. Um, for my birthday. Um oh, excited for that. It's um uh, it's this oh, did, you, did you not get it yet? No. Where'd you oh. send it to? <laughs> you sent oh. it to my old address. <laughs> uh oh. Um,
3: oh. No, I didn't send it to your old address. Wait a minute, honey. Bro, don't ever give yeah. me tracking. Honey? You nailed <laughs> out those CDs, right? Ramon's CDs. Uh oh. You did. You opened them together with me
5: a crisis has <laughs> unfolded by, right. um, what are those no, it, the podcast. Like,
3: it came in my Japan hall with the Hender schemes it was like y- we looked through them together
5: Ooh.
4: I remember seeing it in your room I don't know if you shipped it out when was the last time you've been to UPS
3: Hendo's uh, <laughs> over here you know what we did is we recently uh, cleaned our bedroom and uh I had shoved in a corner, I think. I'm staring at him right now, Ramon. I'll send them to you tomorrow. <laughs> <Thanks.
5: laughs> Love you. Love you, well,
3: wow, it's a good <laughs> thing we did this pod, otherwise these would have just sat in the corner for like another month.
5: Anyways, the thing that got pushed to the corner of Paul's room is uh this band called La Duna Dunudez. Um it's a bunch of like unreleased um tracks. Basically like this band didn't only had like one or two like live studio albums that they recorded. Um but a lot of their music and discography is all pulled from like soundboards or like live sets that they did. Um that people just recorded and then I don't know. It's like a really weird community. But um it's a basically what Paul got me was a bunch of there was this uh, I guess what do you say, like this group in the early two thousands who liked them, who compiled a bunch of those unreleased songs and like projects into like crazy set of like like 20 cds or 10 cds i don't remember how much it is but it's a lot of cds (laughs) so like Uh, a lot of this music is just like lost media it's so cool
3: 10 cds 10 separate cds with their own covers and yeah
1: wow wow. that's insane uh paul what are you collecting uh i'm a big smelly nerd yo I
3: collect a bunch hey, of manga. Hey. I collect comic books. I, I mean, just like consumable media, I guess. I I collect consumable media. Uh, Mia and I collect old VHS tapes um, that we watch on a little CRT television yes. to the left of our bed. Uh, I collect manga. I recently got volumes one through three of Shaman King, volume one of Mob Psycho. I have two volumes of Berserk that I haven't you know read through yet. I have the original copy of Watchmen um i read the entire injustice catalog because i thought that was interesting like superman turns okay. evil or whatever um i really want the uh invincible uh volumes mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys know what invincible is but it's like it's, it's like a, a really really good um not g i think it's archie comics series um yeah consumable media i, I collect consumable media
1: and cars <laughs> and fucking cars uh dylan what do you call it?
2: Um, I mean, besides vintage shirts, not really anything. I mean, I got a, a bunch of bleach shirts I'm buying. I've been buying a bunch of bleach old like art books. A lot of those like ca- character books, like when the Tai Kubo first released them back in 2006. so cool, dude. That's right up my alley too, man. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's really it though. Honestly, I'm just buying a bunch of I'm really heavily focusing on bleach right now. I'm trying to finish my collection. I've got like 48 or 49 tees. I'm trying to get like two more, but they're not budging the people who have them. So I'm like begging them, I'm like please, I'll give you like five hundred dollars, but they refuse to buy them or they refuse to my offer. So maybe one day, Damn. dude. Quick, quick sidebar about Tite Kubo, man. He's like
3: a really gifted fashion designer. Oh, no, 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 no. yes, he is. He. That was like one of his initial passions before he was a mangaka. Was like fashion, and so he was like, "I'm not gonna make clothes. I'm gonna do what I love and primarily make manga." But like, out of all the mangaka or like, I guess, Japanese manga artists, sorry, I'm using like the colloquial term. Um, He has the coolest like streetwear, like high fashion or high street um, manga covers and posters and art books ever, like bar none, I think he wins. And there's a lot to compete with too. Like Sailor Moon was pretty fly. Nana was pretty fly. But Bleach? Yeah, Dylan knows. Bleach is like- Some really
2: cool street art. Yeah, street fashion and everything. It rivals like JoJo. Yeah oh, yeah. oh yeah.
3: How could I forget JoJo? JoJo's up there too, but I still think Bleach takes it, bro.
2: Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're like on par, but I'm gonna go with Bleach obviously I'm, like, I'm bias. Dude, I yeah. never read or watched Bleach. Oh my that's god, a, a li- that's illegal. It really that's is illegal, saying, bro. It's too long. It's not too long. No, it's not. Uh, Do you watch One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> long. <laughs> nah, Do I you watch One Piece? No. no. I just I'm watched.
3: Gonna, I just, oh come on, bro. Okay, Kenneth is caught up to One Piece. He's bro, the only person I bro. know who's oh, caught up to Kenneth One Piece. Kenneth might be
1: the only person. Yeah, That's why your like jeans smell bro. bro. <laughs> Fucking shit while, you're, while watching One Piece.
3: Yeah, because you just marinate <laughs> him in your computer seat, bro, watching a thousand <laughs> episodes I of some pirates. I started piracy. when I was like 15, bro. All right, in the same pair of jeans that you're wearing right now. <laughs> <Same thing. laughs> bro, bro,
1: seven years, bro. I had seven bro, bro. years on me, bro. How Come on, you... Catch up. bro. If you started One Piece today, and even if you watched like two episodes a day, you'd be a completely different person by the time you caught up.
4: Oh, if you you just read the manga, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just like, how yo, many chapters sh- is that? What do you mean? Your, is it more? Only like one thousand forty-eight or something like that. <laughs> okay,
2: bro. Okay. One thousand. Well, get your
4: get your get your get your get your reading up. You know what I'm saying? Get your get I'm your.
2: Gonna, no, no, no. I'm not gonna spend the year reading that. No, I'm good.
4: But bro, okay, but bro, but you you gonna spend three bands on a fucking Donkey Kong key, bro? Hell yeah. Priorities. is...
3: Like, one thousand and sixteen <laughs> chapters. Too. Wait, I don't even know what are we on. Let's we can it's, check this up real quick. When is he getting one like, thousand something? One oh, thousand seventy
4: three. I think twenty twenty six. You said twenty twenty six,
3: three years. Twenty six. So. Yeah. Yo, there, there's a How much? character named Miss Buckingham Stussy, like spelled <laughs> Stussy. The brand. That I'm sorry, that's just the name of the newest chapter. One thousand seventy three is called Miss Buckingham
4: Stussy. Yeah, Stussy hard, bro. She's hard, bro. I'm dead. That's exactly what you're talking
1: about.
4: Exactly. Bro. exactly.
1: Yeah. Here, here, he just read it last night. He tell you
3: everything. <laughs> oh, oh, Stussy? Yeah, let me let me tell you about Stussy. Let me tell you all about that.
1: That's For crazy. sure. The you only, know, one, the only like, one of the original whatever shonen ones that I've watched and I read all the way through is Naruto. And Naruto's long as fuck, bro. Naruto's so long. long.
2: No, yeah, it's really long.
3: Naruto's also objectively the worst out of the big three from back then, too. You really need to commit to yeah. one of the other two, man. Yeah, really yeah, Naruto's it, pretty,
1: um, it's pretty, like, going back to it, it, it's pretty, like, surface level in terms of, like, even, like, world building. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, so bro. Like, All these early
4: 2000s, um, like, animes you used to watch on, like, Adult Swim or, like, Toonami and stuff like that, like... It's covered in nostalgia. Like, one of the shows... I've, I've done this where I'm just like, damn, I missed this show. I'm going to watch it again, and I'm watching it as an adult. I'm like, oh, really? how the fuck did this keep my attention? Which bro, one was it? Which I,
3: one? Zatch like, Bell? Like, Zatch Bell? I was like, oh. no. that don't, Yeah, that don't hold up, bro. Dude, I was like, Zatch Bell, the goat. I watched it, read it, and I'm like, this sucks. Enslaved Pokemon
1: children, because yeah. that's all that is, bro. I
5: mean,
3: it's that's not
4: wrong. Yeah, I tried...
1: Actually, I tried, like, rewatching. Not Shibudin, but like the original, you know, the first act of Naruto, whatever you want to call it. Dude, it, oh, it's, it's so it's much like, worse. It's so much it's, worse. Like, Shibudin's good. I, I would say it's fine. But the original, like, leg of Naruto is really fucking hard to watch.
3: Yeah, man. Just a possessed kid who wants to be mayor really bad. <laughs> Dude, that's the whole show, bro.
1: It's. Yeah, that's such uh, a good uh, way to put it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Kenneth, what are you collecting, bro? says Dirty Jeans
2: car parts
4: yeah yeah basically but uh i've kind of like if i i don't really have the space to collect right there's a lot of things i do would start collecting but i actually just don't have the space right um so i don't really collect anything but my other hobbies would be you know building my car because like i feel like the 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 pipeline from fashion the cars is like you know that's that's, that's, like natural you know what i'm saying like everyone nowadays everyone wants a 70s porsche 911 nowadays bro like it's just like that. I don't know. I just feel like having a nice car that oh, like yeah. fits your aesthetic. It's just like it just makes you feel good. But like you, you, like you pop up with like your favorite car, um, and like your best fit. <laughs> I, I don't feel like that's like a really like good like fulfilling feeling. You yeah, know,
1: bro. the drip and the cars go together. You know,
4: that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, he's like, not wrong. He's the not the wrong. car is just an expensive accessory. Let's be honest. No. <laughs> Like, think know. about it, bro. Like, imagine you wearing, like, all visvim, bro, hella chrome, right? And you're waiting at the bus stop. Like, that don't make no sense to me, you know? Like, your priorities are off. Like, why are you waiting uh, for, like, the 106 bus?
2: Well, <laughs> it depends, always, it depends like, where you day live, day too. Like, you can't
4: I have a car only in New York. Ramon would know what the fucking 106 bus is, bro. It's the bus that runs through the hood, and it's the bus that I always took growing up.
5: Well, I have the craziest picture of me from middle school. Um, you get used to get bus passes from taking the bus like a transfer ticket See, this, this, I, I had a i had a i had a purple one and i had a fit pick no like a top down pick like me holding the ticket and i had a purple damn you putting was playing
4: with it it's so sick oh, that, that photo is i don't I, I don't have that photo no more and i needed it bro.
5: i oh, needed it too i think it's on my old phone that i broke no, it's on your
4: yet. snap it's on your snap i remember it's on your snap memories dude i, I don't it. know what my snapchat even oh means. my god like, I wish I did. I
5: need to figure it out.
4: Look, look, let me explain some Seattle history for you real quick, bro. Uh, There used to be a, a Facebook, like, group called, like, um Seattle Transit, right? Oh. And, oh. uh, like, you would just, like, buy bus passes, and you would just collect them shit. I'm talking about, like, some what Pokemon cards, right? Different colors, right? So you got blue, orange, red, blue, purple, you know what I'm saying? And, like, every day, someone would update on that Facebook group, like, what color it was, right?
5: And you so just all you did the did was,
4: dip, 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 dip your hand in the bag, grab the right color, right? Flash it real quick to the bus driver, and you're good to go. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're saving money.
5: Put that shit in the back of
4: your
1: phone case. Wait, you... wait a oh, minute, same, no, So They would just like reuse the same colors, so you would just collect all the colors.
4: No, no, no. they would. Use... So the colors would alternate per day. It was randomized, right? And of course, on the bus pass ticket, it had the like number, and you know, it had like things to like identify right, that like right. it was bought this day. But nobody was checking. You know what I'm saying? People in a rush, so you just flash that shit real quick.
1: Like, no look, it's the right way. color. Did right. Funny.
5: Oh, and it, it's crazy, too, because, like, there's a, it's a lot of students that did this. And, like, I did it when I was, like, middle school. Because, um, like, there was no bus that went to my school from where I lived. It's so like I had to take public yeah. transportation. Like, there's no other way. Unless I'm walking, like, two yeah. miles, bro. I'm not doing that.
4: <laughs> I was talking about public transportation or transportation the entire time. I didn't have a bus that came to my school. To, uh, than my, uh, No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think a lot of, like, younger kids actually did that. That that's just a random fact. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just uh, a younger generation struggle, <laughs>
1: dude. I feel <laughs> I don't know, man. Like living on the East Coast, like I I guess it's just like obviously my brothers in California are super into cars. I haven't found like car culture over here the same way it is in the West Coast, bro. Like, not not at all.
5: It's way different. I, I mean, it's like- unfair.
1: Seattle has huge and the Bay, culture, Bay Area. Too.
5: I feel like been- yeah, the Bay been-
4: and like people just, like, geek over cars. Like, old European cars driving through, like, Soto, and people are just, like, taking videos and stuff like that. I don't know, man. But I also understand that it's, like, it's not practical to buy a car in New yeah. York.
1: I mean, I guess a lot of places in the East Coast are like that, to be honest, but I, like, the fashion to cars pipeline is so big with um, in the Bay Area, where I'm from, and, like, all my brothers and their homies, it's just... Wait, you're thin- from the
5: Bay
1: Area? Yeah, I was born in San Jose. Wait, that's crazy. Wait, 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 wait why is that I crazy? I didn't know that. Are you from the Bay? Aren't you from the Bay? I grew oh, up in the Bay. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I grew up in the Bay, too. Dude, I feel like the Bay and yeah. Seattle are, like, cousins.
5: Right. <laughs> yeah, they're very similar, honestly. Like, if you've been to the Bay, um, like, you're from Seattle, like, you... It's, it's like, basically copy-paste. <laughs> even, the, even the architecture is, like, exactly the same. I think that there's a reason for that. It's There was, like, trade routes, like, in the 60s or whatever. That from... Yeah the two places so like the street names are the same too
1: (laughs) what the fuck do i need to go to seattle bro seattle looks like a fun city it's all right man we'll show you on bro um when i went to alaska actually i flew in you know you find through seattle before you get to anchorage and you didn't say what's up bro oh bro well i mean i just had a layover but dude does the sun ever fucking come out bro because i didn't see it once each way i went you
3: got a glance, man. If you if you look
1: real hard, you'll see it sometimes, bro. We were chilling, bro. We were chilling, man. Uh it was it was right after <laughs> that. Today, oh, bro. I'm telling you, today was beautiful. Yeah, hey,
3: the sun was out today, bro. You just gonna pick the one out of five days, beautiful. yeah. I yes, it, sir.
1: <laughs> it, dude, I, I, I flew in um like a couple of days after that ice storm you guys had. what the fuck it was. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was watching TikToks of like fools in Seattle, like <laughs> like literally just like on their stomachs, just a rolling like
3: dude so many of those tiktoks took place on the hill i lived in in chinatown man where ramon kenneth and i spent a lot of time yeah. so they i'm sure they knew off rib but yeah, like, yeah I, I saw it for sure dude literally you could see my apartment building where i used to live it was a street that people used to call murder
1: row because uh well, i mean <laughs> well yeah it just
3: wasn't in a great part of chinatown
1: you know yeah yeah, so. that's funny yeah dude, i saw <laughs> just, i saw videos of fools just like slipping everywhere like cars too bro like people were trying to like yeah. leave in their cars and their cars were rolling down yeah hills. That was that was all like on that hill, bro. bro that's, <laughs> that's so fucking funny, but uh, yeah, I feel like the like the Bay Seattle pipeline is super real. Um, but since we're on the topic of cars, uh, well, Ramon, I know you said you're on the East Coast. Do you? I know you had a whip. Do you still have that whip? or like are you- I sold it when I moved here. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Scammed,
3: he's scammed bro, scammed. For sure scammed that kid, bro. (laughs) Listen, bro, everybody needs to learn a hard lesson when they buy their first project car. He was just helping that kid learn his first lesson, bro. Bro, fucked up, bro. That car was a piece of shit, bro. And he sort of- No, 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 no. no The crazy part is
5: it's like, it's a low key market price though. (laughs) Look.
3: Look, the wheels alone were like two bands. The kit was, like, 1.4, okay. That kit was held together by duct tape. There's no... That
2: kit
3: (laughs) He can bolt it on, bro. The chassis. All right, so an SR5 chassis in drivable condition. Mechanically sound, bro. That was not mechanically sound, bro. That was struggling, bro. Nah, bro. It was just a struggle car to begin with, bro. That shit was pushing, like, two horsepower, okay? But that's how they were made <laughs> what the fuck listen listen now nah, i'll ride with ramon on this one bro i gave him a fucking slamming deal and whatever he sells it for is what he sells it for and bro made out good he needed to you know you know what I'm saying? he made out good Jeez. that car is disgusting yeah it was It was pretty gross though i'm not gonna lie it was it, it
4: looked good from like in photos but like you looked at it and you was like damn that's all car people care about bro. Is that 10 foot beauty <laughs> Dude, my car looked good from five feet, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my All shit. Right, we're
3: okay, wait, well, Nobody asked, bro. We're talking about the, you know what I mean? It was cool. <laughs> Dude, <laughs>
4: that was like fucking, I don't know, bro. That kid got scammed. 14 bands, bro. Oh. And he looks so happy, too. He looks so happy. Hey, man. Hey, man.
3: Hey, he's happy as long as he's happy. As long as he's fucking happy. Um,
2: he's not. I bet you
4: he's
5: not happy now, bro. <laughs> no, he
4: actually, he actually <laughs> he texted me the, the other day.
5: He actually texted me the other day. Oh, really? Say where? What did he text you? um he was he just been um i think he repainted it or something and like fixed the kit or something he's chilling
3: bro. say
5: swear oh his dad bought it for him bro
3: ah listen bro a year kit dude i'm i was i I kept telling ramon if he just put some more money into that car it would have been beautiful i'm sure the kid made it look nice Um, it's a rare kit
1: miss driving ramon or no
5: um yeah it's fun i mean it's it's fun just, like, driving with friends and stuff. And, like, doing, like, late-night drives. Playing ninja out the A6 is uh, out-of-body mm. experience for sure. Mm. Yeah. I kind of um, miss it, too. Other than that, I don't really care, bro. Shit inconvenient. I got mad tickets. <laughs> I
4: got mad tickets.
1: You got tickets?
5: Ooh, I
4: never got a ticket to my E30,
5: bro. Bro, I lived in downtown Seattle, bro. <laughs>
3: That's true. I'll give you that.
5: The only parking he had
3: was street parking cut.
5: Yeah, yeah it was horrible. I that car got towed once. They, got they they put on the tow thing, and I was like, "Bro, please." Oh no! They, 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 they <laughs> like he gave boot? this shit back. <laughs> No, he literally put it on a tow truck. Oh oh oh! I was like God. driving yeah. away, and I was like, "Come on, bro, <laughs> do not That's do well, this, how, how
4: this." How much did they they charge you to like take that shit or uh, put that shit back? No, he let me off. He I didn't oh, get charged sure. anything. Oh, so you just got lucky? Yeah, I just got lucky. That happened to me in high school, bro. Like, this guy was lifting up my 2001 Corolla. Up, and I was like, wait, like, oh, you know, I'm in high school, blah, 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 Like, I didn't know. That motherfucker was fast, bro. It said after 4 o'clock, right, you're not allowed to uh, park cars here. It was 4 to 15, bro. That motherfucker was ready. And, like, he was lifting my car, and I'm like, bro, look, I'm 16, blah, blah, blah. Like, my dad's <laughs> going to kill me. And it was like, tell your dad to come through. And I was like, you're an asshole. I, I respect it. And I just, like, <laughs> just walked back to class. I was like, I don't care, bro.
2: You let him take it. He took it.
4: What am I supposed to do, bro? That man was like six something. He was six something, like three hundred pounds. Yeah, don't like, beat him
2: up. Just call your dad and tell him to come over. Be like, "What's up?" Hey, what <laughs> you, Up in the middle of the road, bro? No, bro. My dad who had work,
4: bro. I was like, bro. It was just, it was, just, it was a dumb <laughs> deal, bro. He took that shit. I just walked out. I just saw it walk away, bro. I was like, okay, bye bye. <laughs> damn, damn. Had to call my dad and I was like, hey, look, <laughs> don't get mad at me. Took the van, <laughs> walked back to school.
1: God damn. he was just like
4: damn awesome and i was
1: like fuck god damn um I, I i'm kind of in a similar boat where like i miss driving because i don't know sometimes driving with friends like you said and i playing music is really fun um but i don't miss like traffic what? and shit you know what car did you have dude i had like a ford focus bro i'm like was not a car person oh okay i like a nfx
5: <laughs> yeah, you gotta add it. No, when the f- you got my
1: dad's. You, bro. NSX, bro. It's waiting, it's your NSX now, <laughs> dude. That thing has like under twenty thousand miles. Oh, you you need to put
3: some paces
1: in that mug, bro. What a relic, dude. A relic. Dude, he has a binder. I feel like hand.
3: you shouldn't even
4: touch the car, though. Like twenty thousand—that's like a relic.
1: Dude, my dad only takes it out like every couple of weeks just to make sure everything's good. But he has a binder. It came with a binder. So, so the guy who owned it was a doctor in like San Jose, uh in the Bay Area, and he was the first and he was he was the original owner of the car. And he had a binder. Um and you know, when by the time my dad bought it, the the old guy, like he went through someone else to sell it. Like it was a it was like a really long process for my dad, because the car obviously meant a lot to to the guy who had it, but he was too old to drive. Um he has a binder that has every single piece of work every oil change like everything um that that has ever happened to that car he has logged um which probably adds to the value of it i don't but i don't know if that's important for car people well yeah no absolutely man oh yeah like that with a
3: full service report a car like that especially like an nsx with a service report dude it's invaluable bro it's invaluable you could prove from a to b every spick and span of that car man
5: yeah. Your dad bought that from a doctor named Pharrell Williams.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait. Dude, that honestly. Yeah. It's such a rare car,
1: bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I know it is. I know it is. Um do you all's cars have like service reports or anything?
3: Oh, fuck. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> my service.
3: I am
4: the service. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> I got a full I got a binder too. Do you really? Yeah. How's your car? I got a full binder. I got a car payments and I got a full <laughs> full binder of all my stuff i've done to it
4: really so i have like um i like of course like anytime i buy parts and stuff like that like and it gives me like paper receipts i throw them in my glove box but if we're talking about like service and like labor and work like i do that shit myself
5: Well, oh, i had like screenshots from snapchat chats wait of what yeah, I mean. away, away. yeah bro. <laughs> at least you got something right. right
3: the community is usually just like trust me bro
5: it's solid give it a i did I, I had to ask Paul for like notes and he sent me a screenshot of his notes app
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> Yep,
3: I was like alright but Yo. yeah the notes was like this is what I was told from the guy I bought it from that he did that I wrote down when I met him yeah. so you know
1: Bro, Ramon it sounds like your car was a piece of work of it was fun though Jesus Christ
3: but yeah it was crazy yeah, having two eight sixes in the clan man that was it was cool it was cool just to drive around is
1: that a bad car? Like uh, I
3: don't
5: understand. No, it was actually like very sound mechanically. It was just like needed cosmetic work, but like a lot of I don't think work. I ever had issues with it not running.
3: No, eight sixes in general. Um, well, him and I had different versions of the eight mm. six. He I had, had like called... a reliable daily. Yeah, yeah, the SR five, the economy model, and then I have the GTS, which is the sport model. Okay, but they're both. Extremely hard cars to break. Right, very
1: hard to break those cars. Oh, okay. Because of made it seem like it was like holding on by duct tape. Well, a lot of things were held on by like you
2: know.
1: <laughs> zip, <laughs> ties, zip, zip ties. Bro? Wait, no shit, zip
4: no. ties, bro. The, the, the battery was held in by zip ties. We did that shit in front of the drifty Market. I remember that, bro. That was a struggle night, right? The radiator is held by, by two screws, right, and a lot of zip ties. The, the crazy part though is like, if you're time. into
5: cars though, like those type of cars, zip ties are the move though. Like yeah, if you, yeah. if you run over a curve and your um, your like, bump- bumper is like bolted on, that will snap. But if it's zip ties, the zip tie will just break off and you just do it again. Like it actually yeah. makes sense. Yeah, the distribution of force, out,
3: especially for kids. Like, body kits, the distribution of force, if you bolt a kit on versus if you just zip-tie it on, it's actually more worth it to zip-tie the kit sound, on. That Otherwise, sounds so, like, so
1: trife, bro. Like, what do you mean, zip-tie it together? That sounds... Well, listen, right? So, like... is like,
5: about awesome. like the FG. Awesome with understand. the FD, right? Yeah. His shit's like a show car, and he's still... Or the red one. I don't know about the other one. They're both... Like, yeah, still... the,
3: the kits are both zip-tied on, yeah. So, yeah. so, you
5: have to kind of understand, like, if you hit
4: something, like, if, if you have a low car, like, all of our cars are low... If you hit something in the road, you would rather have your bumper fly off, right? So you could pick it back up and like repair the paint or whatever and like deal with the scratches than for your bumper to fucking crack in half while it's still on the car, you know? Mm. So the the places that it's, if it's bolted on, your bumper's not going anywhere, right? So it's just gonna crack in half or just gonna like do something, I'll do more damage to your car, right? Because it's moving with your car. But if you have it like zip tied, then they just snap at the zip ties. And so your bumper just flies off, right? But you're not damaging the, the motor, the radiator, or anything in the front, right. you know? Yo,
3: I'm not going to lie. This is not like the past gas podcast. We are not on media. We should probably stop talking about
1: cars. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting to me, though. Uh,
2: no, but for sure, for sure. We all I mean, love cars. But yeah. the,
1: the idea of zip tying is fucking crazy to me. Anyways. um I wouldn't do that, personally. Yeah, insane.
4: I don't do that either. I feel like a, a lot of Euro people don't do it. I don't have a car.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> neither do I, bro. Um, all right, guys. Let's move on to one of the last things I wanted to talk about before we wrap it up because we've been recording for a while. Um, any projects on on the you know on the list for this year? Anything that you absolutely want to get done? I know for Dylan and I, it's obviously work more on the pod. Um, working on a magazine right now featuring all of our guests, which obviously include all of you guys. Um, I think Dylan... Uh, We need to start figuring out logistics, like, printing and shit, and, like, finding a printing company to print a magazine, but working on design right now, so I want to get, like, more tangible. I think Dylan and I want to get, like, more tangible shit for the pod that people can enjoy, Um, but we'll just go around the horn, I guess, since I've mentioned you, Dylan. Any projects or anything that you want to work on this year?
2: Um my savings account, I want to grow that a little bit. But then I also want to, you know, finish my oh, clothing collection. No, so it's no. kind of like a hypocritical thing for me to say. And I want a big turbo on a car. So I don't know yet. Ooh. We're gonna find out It's almost February. my G. Um, I know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Honestly, I mean, besides the podcast and growing that and everything. um, Maybe like doing down my clothing collection a little bit, maybe sell some stuff just to get my account back up. Just so I feel more stable.
1: Yeah says
2: but i kind of don't my car i don't need to really focus on my car anymore i'm done with that that's good unless i go big turbo then i have to do that so it's a whole you know caveat of things i got to do but besides that i do want to focus on my body and really slimming it down and getting it to where i want to be at weight wise i want to drop like 30 more pounds i'm not like a big guy but i'm like i used to be one i was five eleven, which i hate because i want to be six <laughs> one so bad or six foot but I'm, I was like 5'10", 5'11", ish, 120 Dude, that's when I was wearing St. Laurent. So I was a twiggy. Holy shit. I was a, I was a little twinky. But now I'm a uh, like 175-ish. So I've gained a little bit of a blubber. So I want to get that, you know, trim that down a little bit and get back to like at least 140. 110,
1: 120
2: at 5'11"? No, not 110. Not 120, <laughs> 120. Never 110. I'm, I can't be that hey, thin. There's 120? no way. 120? But that, yeah, I was I was a twig. I was that, a twig for that's sure. That's
1: Saint Laurent model right there.
2: Yeah, it it was scary. Like you can see my ribs and shit. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know how I was like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, when I was younger in high school and stuff, I used to be a lot. Like your body just kind of fills out. Um.
2: Yeah, that's true. We're working from home too.
1: That it really does, gets you. It does fucking get you? Um, Paul, any projects for this year? Any things that you want to get done in twenty twenty three? Yeah, wait way too much, bro.
3: Um Okay. Well, for like drip tea, we have three locations opening up within this year. Um, oh, shit. we have one in we have one in a very bougie mall called Lincoln Square that's gonna be open in March. Uh we have a food truck that's gonna be open in March as well. So we're trying to do those in tandem with each other. And then the third location is going to be another physical location. That's going to be in a city called Kent. And that's due uh, June, July or so, depending on when our contractors and architects, you know, finish what they need to do. So business-wise, that's on the roster. That Those are, like, non-negotiables. Those are going to be banged out, you know, with right. me and my team. And then personally, just YouTube. I just want to kind of see where it goes because I started it, and so now I have to do it right. It's, it's pretty
1: fun, though. So those things. Absolutely, you know. absolutely. YouTube will be fun, man. I think you learn a lot when you're editing your own shit. And honestly, like... Like, yeah, dude, filming is not easy, right? Like, no, telling dude, a story and, like, trying to do that is not easy. It's hard stuff, so. Dude, I'll, I'll like, I, I still need to
3: get into the motion of, like, putting on my camera. But, like, usually when I get home, I'm like, dude, I filmed for, like, two seconds at a time. None of this footage is usable. I just need to, like, get over it and keep the camera on. But I'm really bad at doing that because I want to be, like, present. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, man. Well, yeah, it'll there. come with time. It'll come with time for sure um kind of mm-hmm. projects goals for the year Uh get a
4: job <laughs> get a real job you know um the recession's kind of hitting kind of tough right now right and so a lot of tech companies are they're not really hiring and they're kind of shutting down a lot of like um uh, internships and like applications and things like that right that's like a real like formal goal uh i'm kind of on the same page as dylan like i got really lazy going to the gym because of like after graduating and all that shit and then some getting really busy and like me kind of have to deal with my own stuff i got really like lazy to be in the gym i still go but like i used to go like six days a week you know i used to go like at 5 a.m like ramon would be like awake like you know because he's an early person i'll text him back instantly he'd be like what the fuck he's like where you at i'm like the gym right but i guess short term goals is like like because of Paul, like I kind of want to get back into YouTube. Like I have scripts, I have things I need to record, but January has been like an extremely busy month for me. So at least like I just want to get a video out, yeah. right? And um, I guess that's really like it. I have a manual swap for my car. Uh, like yeah, I don't know. Like you know, real life stuff, right? Nothing really crazy. Yeah,
1: the real life stuff is important, bro. That's just important, you know. Work, not hustling kids with your your, your collection of Chrome Hearts and. Anything else, you know?
5: Um <laughs> kids. And look,
4: bro. I, Chrome is like... Dude, Chrome Scamming is kind of corny now. Look, I love Chrome, but it's so corny now, oh, bro. I, like, I the really way people mean. flex it or it, the way people, like, think they know everything and it's just like... Oh, you just
5: like, posted a picture of Chicken with a Chrome Hearts wallet, bro. <laughs> look,
4: because I'm better.
3: I'm better. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it just... Uh, <laughs> it's not our fault we brought our wallets to lunch, man.
5: That shit does
3: not have to be on the table in the frame, bro, of the picture. Hey, dude, it looks a honestly stack of rings, st- bro. sitting on that wallet is a pain in the ass, bro. With that That's chain true, hanging down, that, that, that thick-ass leather wallet in your back pocket, bro, on a wooden chair. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, right. man. Dude, I just, I see a whole bunch
4: of TikToks of people like mass flexing Chrome. I'm talking about like some logos, like a million crosses on them.
2: I'm like, damn, this is corny, bro. It's still hype. To this day,
4: it's so hype. So I think what happened was, like, I think last time I was on the podcast, um, I might have been talking about Chrome or whatever. But like, a lot of people originally were like talking about like the screen print stuff, like hoodies and like the clothes and stuff like that, right? But now I think people are really starting to get into like the jewelry and the cut and sew pieces, right? The more unique items, the more like high value stuff. So I see way more people buying jewelry, right? Not just like spaces or cemeteries, but like the more weird stuff, you know?
2: Like that's good good for you guys. Say what? That's good for you guys. That's a good thing. I guess so. I, guess yeah. so. I don't really sell chrome like that. It's good for business. Um,
3: but even my love for the brand is just like almost dead, to be honest with you. I sold all my personal chrome. Uh, I I only kept like the the Matty Boy jacket and like my black jeans, but everything else is gone, man. I mean, you guys know how I'm dressing lately, bro. It's it's just it's hard to consume the brand with love when... Uh, I don't want to
4: when in I, I don't right,
3: want to say that though, because like everybody, everybody consumes brands in their own way, and like you like what I you did, like. I'm a hater though. I I just like I just don't personally like the new crowd. um Cromarts when like I was really into it, or even like the people I learned from. Everybody was mad welcoming and mad nice, and like. They took in a youngin like me and were like, oh, this is how you tell real from fake. This is the good shit. This is the bad shit. But like now, dude, the community's so gross, man. Everyone's so mean and elitist. And it's like, oh, your yeah. shit fake because you bought it from here and not there. Like if you're not walking into the store spending 100 bands, your shit fake. And it's like, nah, man, there's always been creative ways to be able to get real Chrome Hearts. And if you're not hip to that, then I guess I'm just out the game because like I don't, I don't need people, yeah. you know, like that in a community to be a I just don't want to be a part of that community anymore. Long story short, I don't want to ramble, but the Chrome Hearts community is not the one that I was brought up in. It kind of sucks now. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are people still buying it like they were, like, even two years ago?
3: Yeah, it's by far a best-selling product, which is cool in a sense. You know, it's good for
1: business, yeah. like I said. I guess I'm just that, like, removed from it, because I didn't realize it was still popping off like that.
3: Oh, yeah, more so, dude. I think our sales for Chrome Hearts is, like, the driving force
1: for our yeah. online, you yeah. know? What we're saying,
2: Canada? Oh, a video played. On it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, you heard Roy, right? You guys heard that? I was like, "What the hell was that?" He's so far away from the mic. God, I'm so sorry. Like a video played randomly. That's my fault. This dude's addicted to TikTok. He's scrolling <laughs> right now.
1: TikTok, but who wants TikTok on the computer? Bro? <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Bro, I never downloaded TikTok in my life, and I never will. I don't think I will.
4: You're missing out, bro. They got some good memes on there. Bro. I know they got.
2: Yeah, they got good memes for sure. But like, I just can't. i sending
1: you a bunch, bro. Watch yeah, out, bro. <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm gonna before, watch it.
1: Before I ask Ramon the question, small story, bro. My dad is addicted to TikTok and he doesn't even know it. Um. Oh, so it was my mom? Well, dude, well, that's well, crazy. He, doesn't, he doesn't watch oh. TikTok. My dad like likes like when he comes home from work, he sits on the couch and watches YouTube video of like the 49ers and like j- just like just like sports shit, right? He likes sports, and mm-hmm. he'll go home and he will just like go on youtube shorts and like doom score for like three hours and he and he like and he doesn't understand (laughs) he doesn't understand and he doesn't have any other social media by the way like my dad is not on facebook he's not on instagram he doesn't have any online presence but he's addicted to the algorithm bro the tiktok algorithm got him and he doesn't even fucking know it bro
2: that is so funny
3: dude youtube shorts is just tiktok (laughs) reposts, bro (laughs)
1: They got him, man. They absolutely got him. Um. Anyways, uh, Ramon, any goals or
5: plans for this year? Mm, I just want to, um, just keep learning. I've just been reading more. Um, getting more into. I think I want to. I think like especially with my last drop, I was getting more into like graphic work or just like learning from like my girlfriend who does graphic design and type and stuff like that. Um. But, um. Just learning how to do more things than just, like, clothes um, or just, like, different things I'm interested right. in. Um, but in the vein of clothes, just, like, getting better at um, sourcing fabrics and um, sewing, stuff like that. Um, yeah, pretty much just keep learning. What's like the next? By the way, congrats on the hats, oh. but, dude, you
1: got to give us something, bro. When are you dropping something?
5: Uh, I have – I just imported – the fabrics I'm using for my pants um oh I'm working on a pair of pants <laughs> uh they're like a pair of cargo pants like referencing the like monkey pants like 1940s monkey pants um but a little bit more modern silhouette it's like some nicer fabrics um so I just got those actually imported last week from Japan um Wakayama so those are in production for shooting samples so um, yeah and then I'm might do hat restart question mark of the real. jacket. Of no, of the hats. hats jackets. I'm not restocking. I think I kind of just moved past yeah. that design. Um, yeah, I might do like a um like a remake of it in the future, like completely different, but still kind of paying homage to it because a lot of people do want it, and I don't know. It's just like I don't want to just re-release something to like get money. Um, the reason why I'm releasing the hat again is because. I feel like I honestly, like, didn't put out enough units for people to actually buy it. <laughs> um, so I feel kind of bad. But
1: I mean, I guess yeah. it's a good thing, right? More demand.
5: Like, yeah, but I also, like, I want people to actually wear this stuff. And, like, it's a, it's a little different, too, because, like, I work almost a year on that hat. Um, so I don't know. Like, I want people to enjoy the design that I worked so hard on. <laughs> so, you, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Um. Yeah, that's good, man. I think those are all those are all good things to strive for. Um, dude, I'm looking forward to to the next couple drops and and what you are working on. But it's gonna be a busy year for all of us. It sounds like. Um, but honestly, you know what? It also sounds like it sounds like the goal is just to fucking survive, bro. Survive another year. Like, I I don't know if anyone else gets that vibe, but I just feel like with post COVID, the economy kind of where it's at right now, it's just about surviving. So,
2: at this point, yeah,
1: I don't know how you guys are holding up, but I've been really worried with like
5: layoffs and how things are going. Um, I'm um, more like, focused on like spending quality time with people and like reconnecting with like friends and stuff. But yeah,
4: recession yeah. is hard. recession's tough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, bro
3: we're all in different fields too like we're Uh, not in the tech field i don't know i i can't really relate with like a nine to five mentality but i i do think i want to work on being more social again i think the recession is affecting me in like a different way because i have to try and recession proof my businesses constantly and like yeah which is also tough in its own way and i've I've been a lot busier than i have been the past Full year, I guess. Like twenty twenty two was cool, you know. I mean, even just like Kenneth, Ramon, and I had a lot of time to like spend with each other and hang out and shit. But like, I I don't see Kenneth all that much lately because he's busy as hell and I'm busy as hell. And so I I want to be able to reconnect with my friends too in like a physical way and like actually see them and go eat some lunch or something.
1: But it's it's hard, man. Yeah, yeah, man. No, it is. It absolutely is. um But I think those are all really good tangible things that we could all work on. Things that we all want to work on for twenty twenty three to make. You know, make life a little bit better, a little bit more enjoyable for ourselves. Um But yeah, I think that's pretty much I think that's pretty much it, man. We've been recording for a really long fucking time. Um any closing remarks? I guess we'll start with Kenneth. Anything you want to say? Any shout-outs you want to give, bro? I
4: mean shout out to everyone who's here, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the people I would normally right. give a shout out to, right? Uh... <laughs> true. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I nah I got nothing.
2: I've got nothing. I'm blank. Fine. Uh Dylan. Um shout out to you guys. You know, you guys are like my day one, my day one homies. Mm. I love all you guys. Mm. You sexy boy. Oh, These thanks. shout outs are not fucking good. Paulo <laughs> oh, shout outs. Hey. <laughs> what do you what do you want? Wait, hold on. What do you want? No, 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 it's fine.
1: What it's do you fine want me to there, say? Man,
2: I want it to be genuine, so it is genuine. I'm being I'm okay. being sincere. You know, you guys are my. You guys are cool. I want to meet you guys all one day. We gotta meet up somewhere. Seattle, yeah. New York, Japan. No doubt. No
1: doubt. Uh, uh, Paul, any outs you wanna give?
3: Uh, shout out my girlfriend and laying in bed. Hornball. I'm
5: sorry. I knew
3: it was talking <laughs> something in my head. I will not he Listen, bro. I shout her out in everything I do, and that's a lot of my life, because it's a lot of my life. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Shout out all my friends. Y'all know who you are. Shout out everybody in here. I got love for all of you, vicious, vicious man, wow. love, romantic, vicious man, love. I'm gonna give you all a fat kiss when I see you in person because it's gonna happen one day. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Yeah.
1: Ramon, any shout outs you want to give before we get out of here? <laughs> shout out my my
0: bunny. I have shout a
1: bunny. Out Oates.
0: Shout out oats. I like that. Oh. Shout out
1: oats. my bunny,
5: angora like, bunny. My girlfriend's a fucking bunny. bunny, like like an actual shout bunny. Yeah, I'll i send in the group chat. <laughs> Dude, it's just so is savage,
4: rare, bro. Rare, rare, rare breed, bro! Rare colorway.
3: Oh, it's just so cute. And rare natural, colorway. A monster and a red colorway, bro! Oh, it's just a savage, bro! Shut out, boots. It produces actually like
5: rare wool, which is kind of crazy. Angora, <laughs>
3: make an Angora bootie. Yeah,
5: if you guys, if you guys see any wool items dropping from repaired rags, just know it was sourced <laughs>
1: literally, yeah. sure. shit, that, it's sourced in house. Yeah, Holy shit, that's gonna be, be sourced beautiful. literally in house. Jesus. Yeah from
3: my living room I'm <laughs> so <sad>. good,
2: <laughs> that is Great.
1: crazy um yeah shout out to everyone in here uh, it was a good time it was a good discussion we'll definitely have to come back on here and do it again I know it's a little bit unstructured at times but it was a good discussion nonetheless and I appreciated everyone's insights but uh yeah next we'll do it again next time we'll, we'll hopefully we can do these periodically just to catch up with what everyone's working on and shoot the shit and talk about whatever but pretty much going to be a wrap for me as always appreciate y'all y'all for tuning in to the reach out therapy podcast dylan and i will be back next week and until then we'll see you all then peace out later